Alright, welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond, and I'll be your host once again this week. And I'll be joined by Mr. Mark Cantrell in the great, in the great Southwest. How's it going, Mark? He's doing good in the great Southwest. <laughs> in the great uh, high and dry Southwest. Hmm. Yeah. How's the yeah. weather out there treating you? Yeah, you always ask me the same question. I know. I have and, to do that. And, and, the, and the thing is, what, what's funny, I, I keep seeing these commercials it's on the TV script. for the... <laughs> <laughs> for the local uh, radio, uh, local TV news channel, uh-huh. uh, and they go, we have the most reliable and accurate Weather. meteorologist <laughs> in the country. Of I'm, course, I'm like, come on, it's you, you, I can, I don't need to. Just tell me what month it is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I live in the and desert. Have, <laughs> the weather's the same. <laughs> it's clear skies. It's either hot, really it's hot, be hot, just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you know, so it's always the same. It's Never gonna, changes. It's gonna be hot. Easiest job on the planet. Uh, <laughs> uh, only job that's easier, I think, is um, mortician. Oh yeah, there you go. Nobody surgery on dead. Yeah, yeah, surgery on dead people's a hanger, isn't it? Nobody so. complains. Absolutely true. They won't complain about customer service. Well, what's going on this week? Um, we have some fantastic uh, congratulations to hand out and a couple of a, a new event to announce and all kinds of good stuff. Um, it turns out that CSI, Q Sports International, down there in the Vegas area, responsible for a lot of the pool in this country, they've just announced a new charity, Pro-Am. Going to be held in July uh, the 28th at the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino. This one's a little different because it's a pro-am. Obviously, they're going to be matching up a pro with the amateur. There's some cool, um, like a drawing thing, the way that this works to get on the team. You, I, I'm not going to explain all the details. I want you guys to go look this up because it's good stuff. But um, the cool thing about it is that... Uh, this is also a charitable event, and the uh, the charity is Donate Life America. Super duper great cause, and of course, like I said, the pros are going to be there matched up with amateurs for a big Scotch Doubles 8-ball tournament. be a lot of fun, lots and lots of fun. So if that e- even remotely interests you, you guys go and look into it now because uh, it's going to be cool. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a good event. I think it's good that... You know, where the pools get involved in a charity. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of pools do different charities for the the locals. This is on a more of a, a national level, um, and it is a good cause. Obviously, it's uh, near and dear to Mark Griffin's heart because he's uh, sure. he had the lung transplant, and I, I was talking with him about it. Uh, is a little while back and there's all kinds of little rules and regulations about when they're allowed to contact the donors families and things mm-hmm. like that yeah uh, and he was very seriously saying I, I can't do anything right now but as soon as i can i'm gonna do something i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do everything i can because he's obviously very grateful because the sure. uh, uh the donor saved his life uh and 
I'm very uh, enthusiastic and interested in it myself, and maybe mine is uh, for more of a selfish reason for down the road, because I may have to have a transplant myself uh, down the road. Hopefully not, but, you know, it's something that's there. So um, I'm, I encourage anybody to get behind it, because you never know when one of you, either yourself or one of your family members, is going to be in right. need of uh, a, a transplant. And we all feel like we're indestructible right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't take but the blink of an eye for you or a family member to need a, a lung, a heart, a liver, kidney, you know. Yeah, So that's true. Uh, you know, get get behind it. Uh, don't get that much attention, but, you know, as much as other charities get. So uh, don't make it any less important. So, I just true, wanted true. to say that. And uh, I guess you can get uh, tickets while you're there at the event. Um, if you're uh, uh, playing in the uh, July 29th, the sorry, July 19th to the 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, uh, get, he says you can get a free ticket for each BCA pool league or USA pool league event that you enter, uh, a free ticket for a voluntary contribution to the Donate Life America charity. And you get three tickets if you register to become an organ donor. So, uh, I don't know what that all entails, to be honest, but I'm, uh, I'm going to support as best I can. And mm-hmm. I guess Shane Van Boning, Torsten Holman, Justin Bergman, Rodney Morris, Skyler, Oscar Dominguez uh, already uh, agreed to, to do this. So uh, it would be That's great fantastic. for any pool fan. So Yeah. And, yeah, there's going to be a live stream too. So you guys can watch it as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Going to be a free live stream. Oh, I didn't know I was going to be live streaming the that. Okay, that's Absolutely. cool. Absolutely, yeah. So it'll be fun if you're there or not. You still guys can still support it. Great event, great cause. Absolutely true. And with that, we have to send out some congratulations to Miss Karen Core. She swept up the title out in Pennsylvania at the WPBA Rivers Casino Open. That woman is, uh, wow, she uh, just holding on to that peak of her career, boy, let me tell you. Just yeah, walk. I tried to get a hold of her. She keeps earlier. winning. She just keeps winning and winning, and there you go. I mean, like, dang. Congratulations yeah. also to um, Mr. Billy Thorpe. He was uh, He's up and coming in the men's ranks there. We keep seeing his name popping up uh, at the... <laughs> Big time classic down in Texas. Apparently, he had himself a field day with that one. And over in uh, also on the East Coast, the Bermans had a new event. Did you know that, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I saw it. Uh, I didn't say advertise too much. I just saw uh, the results. I think I think uh, this Brandon Schuff, I believe. Yeah, Mister Brandon Schuff. Yeah, we had him on the show last week, right when he, before he was on his way out to the to the event. So I think I bolstered his confidence, and I think I made him win. I think that's what it was, Mark. It's probably down to you. Yeah, <laughs> I think I get to take credit for that. 
So uh, yeah. congratulations, Mr. Chef, for <laughs> for <laughs> for the win. And congratulations to the Bermans for adding another event to the calendar. That's that's great that they are able to do that. Um, also, congratulations to Skylar Woodward. His 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 name keeps popping up all over the place too. Um, he they had blah blah blah. I can't talk. He was down at the White Diamonds event in Lafayette. Uh, they had this sort of like a miniature pool extravaganza all weekend long. He ended up sweeping up the biggest title there on the nine ball. So congrats to Sky. And uh, he's picked himself up, um, let's see, a sponsorship. And he's on the World Cup. of. He's on the World Cup team, right? Is that right? Yeah, I'm sorry, who did you just say? Skylar Woodward and Shane Van Boning are representing the uh, America at the World Cup of Pool. I, I, I believe that's true, yes. Yes, okay, I was just making sure that, that I had that right. Um, yeah. And now, is it England has had its teams announced as well, right? Yep. Um, the, it's, a, it's a matchroom event obviously how, how it works is uh the each country is allowed two uh two players to play on the obviously on the same team representing then the play scotch doubles uh representing their country the host country gets two uh two additional players so they have a total of four te- uh, four players, two teams. Gotcha. So the first, uh, the A team is uh, Darren Appleton and Mark Gray, who uh, are both Moscone Cup team members. Mm-hmm. And, and the B team is Daryl Peach and Imran Majid. Okay. So uh, I, I, I think... I, um, I haven't read. I know there's a press release out there about it, but uh, I think Daryl Peach and Darren Appleton won this event together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Formerly, yeah. Um, but now, the, for, for whatever reason, I don't know how they did the picking, but you got Appleton and Gray uh, with Peach and Majid. So that's... Uh, Two yeah, tough teams, be, yeah. And uh, actually, in uh, a little bit later on here in the in the show, we're going to have um, the owner of Lights Out Billiard Apparel uh, come uh, come on. He's going to do a, a little bit of an interview with us and talk about uh, some of the things that we got going on. Uh, with he's going to be doing the clothing for uh, a couple of events this year, so we should have a quick chat with him. We also have another event coming up that uh, I can't uh, forget to give you guys the heads up for this. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, May 4th through the 6th. So we're only a little over a week away. Uh, out in Iowa at Big Dog Billiards. Mark, have you heard about this? It's going to be Shane Van Boning versus Earl the Pearl. I mean... Yeah, I did, I did see that. And the the format and the uh, players, it seems awful familiar. And they're playing on a 10-footer on the Bigfoot table. Yeah. Going to be interesting. 
they're playing nine ball on Thursday, ten ball on Friday, fourteen one on Saturday. This is like one of those all around, you know, grudge matches, I guess. I don't even know what you want to call it, but it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, like like you say, it just sounds so familiar to me. Yeah, like I've seen, I've, like I've seen something like this before somewhere. Oh, like maybe like a Legends and Champions tour. That would be a good event for you to hold something like that, huh, Mark? <laughs> That's a good idea. Maybe I'll call it the Decider. <laughs> awesome. So you guys don't want to miss that. Okay. <laughs> well, that's about it for the headlines for this week, and we're going to be right back with Melinda Bailey right after this. Okay, welcome back, everybody, and I have got Melinda Bailey on the line down in the great state of Texas. How are you, Melinda? I'm doing good. Hello, everybody. What is going on this week? Well, I wrote about a lot of different topics uh, in my blog, but what I wanted to talk about today was a request that you and I received, mm. if you could believe that. Yeah. And I'd like to read it to everyone. It says, can a podcast be done on how to deal with the mental game during a tournament? I got done last week playing in my local tournament, and I did well. However, this week when I went to the same tournament, I did horrible. And I feel that my mental game wasn't there. I was overthinking and second-guessing most of my shots. It seemed like my nerves got the best of me, and I wasn't able to properly focus on my game and play the way I should be. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and first of all, I'm very excited that we got a request. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. That means we have at least one listener, so that's good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, but I thought about it, and so uh, another one of my friends, actually, he's been going through, um, uh, he's been doing well at practice and maybe gambling, but when it comes to the mega tournaments, you know, the big tournament, I say big tournaments because, you know, it's not a weekly tournament, but it's a tour and you get points and, yeah. you know, but in the mega tournaments, he's not, he's not performing the same, you know, he's doing, you know, he's practicing well, he's sparring well, gambling well, but then the tournament comes, he's not doing well. Right. And so we went back and forth and we talked about it. And as I figured it's, it's, it's mental, you know, which is, which was my <laughs> big thing for my whole life too. Sure. Mindful. And, um, what he was doing was he had a lot of uh, expectations. You know, a lot of people kept telling him, you know, you can do better. Why aren't you doing better? And right. and then in his own mind, he'd be like, well, I practiced well this week, so I should do well in the tournament, you know. And then he's focusing on the points, and he's focusing on who he's playing. And I'm like, well, that's why, you know, <laughs> this yeah. is going on because, you know, you're not thinking about the game at hand. Right. And so I, I kind of cheated and uh, <laughs> what I did was, is instead of retyping to him all my um, com- comments I've written about throughout the years or, or blog articles, I just sent him links to them. Right. And so that's what I did actually today. I posted the comment from our our listener and some of the con- some of the other concerns my friend was going through, and I put the links in there of 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 the things that I've talked about in the past about pressure sure. and expectations and nerves and all that type of stuff. Right. So if everyone, so if anyone wants to go and look at those links, I welcome you to go. Um, but what I'd like to talk about today is some of those things in those links. And by the way, my friend uh, read all these articles 
before his last Omega, and he said that it helped him immensely. Good. He now has goals instead of expectations, and he actually he beat a couple of top players, and his two losses were Hill Hill, so he noticed a big difference, and he's actually going to use these articles and reread them. Yeah. But I want to talk about a couple of things that might help um, the, our, our, listen, our one listener as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the mental game is, you know, obviously very important to, to pull like it is for golf and most other sports. Sure. But um, I think, you know, where we struggle with is consistency between tournaments um, as well as when you practice well but don't do well in a tournament that's that has everything to do with the mental aspect of the game and Mm -hmm. i don't think a lot of people realize that they just you know are frustrated but what that means is is we're thinking about things that we shouldn't be thinking of and so what you have to do is you have to at least what in my experience is you have to train your brain and you have to learn to turn it off sort of thing Mm -hmm. and there's a couple of tricks to doing that um number one is um if you focus on your pre-shot routine and you focus on three ball shape, um, your mind doesn't have, your mind won't be distracted by other things. And it's, it's really a cool thing. Um, when you realize that I went through a phase in my pool journey where I was, I got embarrassed a lot and Phil Capel, the billiards author, he's like, well, you need to focus on, you know, three ball shape and your pre-shot routine. And when I did that, it was amazing. All the embarrassment went away because I wasn't thinking about what I was doing in front of people anymore. I wasn't thinking about my misses. I was just thinking about what I needed to do at the table. Right. And so that's something that, you know, we can control. Um, The other thing is, um, obviously, to uh, breathe. I've talked about this plenty of times in my blog, but... You know, if you feel your adrenaline rushing and you feel the nerves and everything, one way to slow down your adrenaline and to calm your heart rate is to actually breathe in deep, hold it for five seconds, and then let it out slowly. Yeah. And that's actually a physical thing that you can do for your adrenaline, which is which is very important. And I I highly recommend that people I agree. Uh, try that. I agree with <laughs> you. I, well, you know, and not, sorry to interrupt, but... Uh, um, I, I have this thought on that, and it's um, I'm kind of given like the the uh, you know I, I don't even know how to say this um, like the, maybe you've heard that before maybe somebody's out there heard that well breathe relax breathe breathe it's almost cliche you, people make jokes about it okay breathe you know all oh, you need to relax and breathe <laughs> and you hear that at least I hear it even like I said as a joke. Uh, on TV shows and right. stuff, you know, people say that all the time. Relax. Hey, you need to breathe. Don't forget to breathe. That kind of stuff. Um, as silly as that may seem, I've caught myself doing the exact same thing. And even as a cliche, I said that to myself. Okay, <laughs> breathe. You know. Uh, okay. Right. But but I, but I think I. I think it's so true though. though is, That's right. It's so right, true though. I, you know what I mean? That's. But what, I think the key is is to. You know, there's a lot of self-reflection that has to, in my opinion, that has to go on to make a make a champion, and I truly believe that. And if you're sitting there and you're nervous and your heart's beat, you know, you can feel your heart yeah. beating, you know, through your chest. Absolutely. But if you realize that, that's the time you need to do those breaths. Right. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, you won't even think to do it. So when you recognize the nerves, you recognize you're nervous. It's it's okay, by the way. When you're nervous, it means you care, right? right. <laughs> that's not yeah. a bad thing. That's the one thing I like to tell people is 
first of all, it's not a bad thing. And normally there's a lot of people that can't play well if you don't have just a little bit of nerves. But it just means you care about what's going on, and that's fine to have nerves, and it's fine to have pressure yeah. and don't make it a, a negative thing. Just learn to control it, which is, you know, your thought process, which is taking a deep breath, holding it in. Um, letting it out slowly. You know, don't don't start hyperventilating because that's the reverse of you know, <laughs> trying to slow down your adrenaline sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, and some other things here. I'm looking at my list. Um, again, accept that pressure is part of the game, um, and nervousness. You know, is like I said. You know, if you're playing, if you're in the finals, you're supposed to be nervous and you're supposed to feel pressure. You know, right. it's a title tournament. You know, it's it's natural, and um, sometimes what happens is is you know if you feel pressure, it also means you're supposed to be where you are. And I know that sounds funny, but you know, when you walk into a room and there's a thousand people watching, and you're like, well, you know what? I I'm exaggerating, but you know, it's like you know what? This is where I'm supposed to be. Right. You know, you know, you reverse the pressure into you know what? This isn't pressure. This is exactly where I'm supposed it's to a, be. Yeah, and change it to excitement instead of intimidation. You know. Yes. Yeah, because because one thing I learned, and I I, I never uh, try to say these things are all for me because they're not a lot of our experiences. But Paul Poitier, I was sitting. He's a he's a coach from Canada, and I yep. was sitting at the poker table with him at the Riviera, and we started talking about pool. And he didn't know me from Adam, you know. But we're and back then I wasn't any any I had won any titles back then, but. Uh, it was really cool because um, we were talking about it, and, and he said what he tells his players. And, and you're talking about huge free life here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it was amazing because he joked afterwards that'll be 100 an hour or so. I can't remember what he said, but it was pretty funny. But what he said was, is, is, is you know, it's extremely important to be positive when you play, right? And not to have negative negative thoughts in your mind. And if you think about it, embarrassment is actually a negative feeling, right? So you have to reverse that. And the way I I'm putting in quotes, reversing it. The way I reversed my negative thoughts of embarrassment was I just focused on the game, and then the and then the embarrassment went away. Right. But he said to look at everything as um, as a as a as a uh, flask, you know, like what you'd have in a chemistry, yeah. you know, chemistry class. Sure. So you have a flask there, and um, you know, you can picture it in your mind right now. Well, let's say it's you know, when it's full, it's 100% confidence and 100% positive. But when it gets, you know, halfway or whatever, that's negativity. So what you want to do is increase increase the negativity always, or not increase the negativity, but increase the percentage in that flask always to 100% for positiveness. You mm-hmm. don't want any negativity. You don't want anything, you know, that's uh, to bother you. You want, you know, 100% of positive going through your mind. Right. And so, you know, you could do even little things, you know, like let's say you draw the ball. You know, well, hey, that's that's something positive. You know, hey, I didn't scratch. You know, I know that sounds funny, but sometimes you have to really look at things as, you know, even the littlest things as a positive to increase that amount in that flask well, right. so that you're, you know, you're consumed with, I don't want to say consumed with positiveness, but you don't want to have any negative thoughts there's, or feelings right, going through your body. Right, where there's no room left for negative because you're just you're right. approaching it. Right. And along that same line, um, you, you know, you mentioned the 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 embarrassment factor and the nerves, oh, and I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm I'm thinking through my own experiences on this, and I and and I hadn't really thought of of them as being separate before, 
but I guess it is because one leads to another leads to another. You, you, um, let's say you get nervous because of the pressure, you know, like you were saying, your heart starts to pound or something. Uh, and then natural, the next sort of natural step after that is all of a sudden you're self-conscious about it, not just <laughs> your nerves, but about doing something about those nerves. Now, obviously, you're not actually walking around the room with the sign that says, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. And you're certainly not walking around the room going, look at me, I'm breathing to relax myself. But that's what you feel like. Oh, my gosh, you know, everybody's looking or now the pressure's on me. They're going to see the mistakes I make, whatever. So there's almost like this hesitation to even take steps to get back to where you're supposed to be. For the the paranoia and the oh they're gonna see me over here breathing and no I'm an amateur you know that kind of bit, so <laughs> it's that you know kind of let it go, bring yourself back to your your proper mental state kind of thing, uh, right. and and like you said the more of those built-in procedures that you've got to go through, the less right. you're gonna be thinking about any of that other stuff you know it's right. to not to go. Forrest Gump on it, but if you distract yourself, literally, with the things that you are supposed to do, then you won't have time to think about that. Uh, you know, oh my gosh, did I, do I look like I'm sweating over here? Am I nervous? Am I fidgeting? You know, whatever it is. Right. If you're thinking about your pre-shot routine, thinking about the layout, thinking about, you know, the mistake you made and how you're going to get over it, it's not going to, you know, that was last ball, next ball is coming up. That you, you know, those are the positive things. Like you were just mentioning, right. you keep that positive flow instead of stopping and going, "Oh no, oh no, oh 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 no." What about this? What about oh no? What about that? You know, that's right. easy to do. That's so easy to do to just to just without even thinking about it, slipping into that negative. Just everything is bad. Oh, I missed. Oh, I suck. Oh, they're looking at me. Oh, look how right. bad I. You know. You've got to and flip like we it. talked about before, it's a domino effect. When, yes. when the negatives start happening, it, it gets worse. Right. And the thing is, is that the thing is that it, what's key is in order for people, in order for us, all of us, to play our best pool, we can't be distracted. We can't. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not going to be able to play my best pool if I'm thinking about what someone's thinking on the sidelines. Right. I'm not going to be able to play my best pool if. Uh, I'm worried about that. I, if I win, I'm going to have to pay to play the best player next. Right. And that means you're not focusing on the shot at hand. That means you're not right. focusing on three ball shape. You're not focusing on your pre shot routine. How can you possibly run a rack if you're thinking about other things? Right. Or if you're nervous, or if you're feeling pressure. You know what I mean? That, Absolutely. That's why it's so important to learn. I call them tricks, but tricks and tips to figure out how to not. How to reverse the pressure, reverse the negativity, so that you're focusing on the game at hand. Right. You're focusing on playing your best pool. If any, everyone was to sit there and focus on your best pool you could play, there'd be a lot more closer matches. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, no. I mean, people like you true. know, I've played players like Allison Fisher, and I'm playing Allison Fisher. I'm not playing the table. You know what I mean? I, and and they say you're not supposed to play the table. You're supposed to play your opponent's, you know, weaknesses and. And strength, but the point is, is that you know I wasn't playing pool. I was playing Allison Fisher, mm -hmm. <laughs> sort right. of thing, you yeah, know, yeah. or Darren Appleton, whoever it is. But my point is, is you know, in order to play your best, you 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 need to be focused on the game. And we don't realize sometimes that our heart is racing, 
and we need to do right, something about right, it. Right. Or that we have expectations and we need to do something about that. I told one of my friends one time, I was like, oh, my God, you got a brand-new car? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, why don't you think about that during your match? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it'll put in perspective that this match doesn't mean that much. It's like, hey, I get to drive my new car home. <laughs> you know, it's all yeah. about perspective. It's all about, yeah. you know, one of my one of my good friends always tells me, you know, it's winning or losing doesn't define you. It doesn't define who we are as a great person, Mm-mm. or if you're not a great person. But my point is, is it doesn't define who we are. No. You know, if we lose a match, our friends don't look at us and go, oh, my God, they suck, you know. Right. <laughs> Some of them may say it because they don't know how to keep their mouth shut. But what I mean is, is you know, if we're thinking about what our friends are going to think while we're playing, a, I mean, it seems like I'm being a hypocrite because I'm saying think about a new car, but it's putting things into perspective. Right, right, it's right. It's not, it's, it's, it's releasing the pressure. You know, it's just a game. I mean, yes, yeah, sometimes we all want that title and we all want to win, but if you, if you think about having fun, you're going to do a lot better. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you really are. I mean, there's no pressure playing fun, right? right? If you and I are playing and I miss the nine ball ten times in a row, we're playing for fun. It doesn't matter. We're just practicing. Right. But all of a sudden, I'm in a match. So if you look at it, if, you know, in a tournament, but if you look at it as perspective, as, you know, as, as just having fun, breathe if you feel nervous, realize it's not the end of the world, just focus on what you can control, which is your breathing, pre, three ball shape, pre-shot routine, things like that. Mm-hmm. Your mind doesn't have time to get busy, you know, being distracted uh, right. with the negative embarrassment pressure things. Right. You know, and even to take that even a step further, and this is going to sound even cheesier, but uh, I know of one instructor that specifically, I mean, now this is obviously there's going to be exceptions to everybody's game and whatnot, but he came up with this calculation where, you know, in between shots, you have an average of X amount of time. And you, you know, a negative thought of this kind takes up this much time and a positive thought of like this takes up, you know, you could actually sit down and, and make out a procedure in between shots where you have to think about X, Y, and Z to literally not give yourself a chance to think about anything else. I know right. that's kind that's of an, ex- that's a great, you know, no, an extreme, <laughs> an ex- I know that's an extreme example, but it's the same concept is, um, yeah. At, if any time you're thinking about something else, then you're thinking about right, the wrong thing. Right, that way you're not thinking about, right. you yeah. know. What am I going to have for dinner tonight? Or, you know, I mean, or... Uh, no, it really does. It helps you from from allowing in any negative thoughts that creep up, that is natural to creep up on us when we're sitting there waiting, for, watching our opponents certainly. And, right, and that also, it... Uh, I think the key there is the awareness part where to realize Absolutely. right away when you're letting that happen. Cause it's like, yeah. of course you're going to miss a shot and go, ah, ah, phooey. And you want to go sit down and grumble about it or whatever, you know, oops, well, you just did it. You know, if you had a procedure, okay, well now you stay down on the shot. Oops, you missed. And then you go back and you've got this thing already that you're trained to do. Okay, now I need right. to think about what did I miss? Okay, cool. All right, next. There, right. You know what I mean? Just go on, move on with it. Why are well, you that still... way you don't, you're not thinking about who you might play next, your points are affected, yeah, anybody exactly. watching. Exactly. You know, you're just, anything to, I shouldn't say anything, but you don't, you know, you want to stick with what helps you not thinking negative. Because if that flash starts getting empty, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's not good. You need to fill it with the positive stuff. That's what you need to do. 
Okay, well, let me flip that around for you now. How do we, how do we, uh, you know, not distract ourselves with negativity, stay focused on the positives, keep your, the, another cliche, keep your head in the game, as they say, um, which, you know, as for as many people, times as people say it, it always still applies, but, okay, but how do we uh, not overthink it, though? Well, I think part of it is obviously to enjoy where you are and even be, it sounds cliche, you talk about cliche, but the be happy you can even play pool. And that puts a lot of things into perspective as well, if you think Mm -hmm. about it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm I'm lucky to be able to play pool, you know? I'm here. Some people could have a broken leg, a broken arm sort of thing. So I think that you you put it in perspective. But the other thing is really just to play your best. Mm Mm-hmm. If you, if you think about playing your best, you, you're going to automatically focus on your pre-shot routine and three-ball shape, which is which is key for me. You know, mm-hmm. but that's that's just my thing. But no, you you definitely don't want to think too much. But you just want to use the tools in your toolbox to where you're not thinking too much sure. about you know things that are going to make you negative. You know, right. and, and and again, self-awareness to me makes a champion. And so if you see that you're you know, if you reflect right away why you miss, that's 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 a tool right there. Right. If you think about why you're missing and you realize it's not because you're, you know, doing three ball shape and uh, staying down, that's that's a tool, right? If you think, if you see yourself thinking, you know, get mad at yourself, slap yourself on the knee and go, stop doing that. You need to focus on this game, you know, or, hey, you know what? I'm having fun. You know, I, I, I think it all kind of, all of it kind of goes together. Sure. Of, of. Of, it sounds funny, but it all goes together of not trying to think too much yet trying to be positive. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. Just, uh, well, it's, that it's, was. It's, there's not. There's not one answer, I guess. To yes. The question. Well, and I think I, the missing sort of uh, uh, variable here is that when a, when when you're training yourself with post shot, pre shot, or in between shot routines, things that. I don't even I hesitate to use even the word routines, but the things that you know that you're supposed to do to keep your mind positive and you know and keep yourself from getting distracted. There's a learning curve. There's first there's oh I'm doing this you know bad thing now okay so I'm gonna fix it. So you've put in place some things to think about and some things to do to keep yourself from from getting distracted and from getting uh, becoming negative. So at first you probably won't be very good at it, you know. There's that training oh, no. time yeah, that's sure. going to take. But once you are accustomed to that sort of way of doing it, then you're not thinking about it. It's it, it's very natural. You'll naturally think positive thoughts. You'll naturally think, "I love this game. That shot sucked, but I'm still happy to be here, and I'm still happy to be playing, and I'm certainly not going to get distracted thinking about, you know." what my partner's wearing for their shoes or something. I actually don't think it ever gets routine, but I think when you have when you have self awareness then you and you have the tools to know what to do when something sure. comes up. Sure enough. Like when you know that you're distracted by something, you realize it right away and you do something about it. Right. You know, it's you know, I mean it's I don't um I mean some players it's probably routine, but for those that maybe don't compete all the time you know, you really have to just reach in. I mean, we got a huge toolbox. You can reach in and figure out what it is you need to do to start focusing mm-hmm. on the game or stop mm-hmm. thinking negative or 
wow, I'm embarrassed. Okay, what happened? Why did it happen? Why do I feel this way? Okay, let's move on. It's not the end of the world. You know, it's just a whole bunch of um, things. And I, and I think, you know, it's a key to not have expectations, too. If I go into a tournament and I don't have any expectations, that's when I do the best. I call it mm. being numb. But I don't. if I don't have any expectations, I do. It's amazing how many tournaments I've won when I finally figured that out. <laughs> you know, because before that, I called it tar- tournament title jitters. You know, if I was playing in, in a title tournament, I'd be nervous. I mean, I'd be scared to death. You know, feel, oh, this is your tournament. This is your time. You're supposed to win. And I'm like, okay, y'all just all just screwed me up. You know, I was already screwed up, you know? Yeah. Which means I'm, th- I'm have expectations. I, Everyone has this putting all this, in, you know, in my mind, putting all this invisible pressure on me. They all think I should win, too. And then I just falter. I remember when I won the hot seat, um, uh, or I was playing for the hot seat in ACS Nationals in eight ball uh, several years ago. And I went back to the Mirage, and I went in my room, you know, and I was going to play next day. I was going to play the, the for the hot seat. And uh, and I was doing fine. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't thinking anything. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, tomorrow I could be a national champion. And within one second, my whole body changed. My arms got wobbly, <laughs> and I faltered. And the, the next day, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even make three balls in a row. I was so nervous and scared. And, and it's amazing just what our little brain can do or our oh, big yeah. brain you know, can do to us. You know? And so I think, I think the key is, is, you know, is expectations, uh, taming them if you can, you know, and, um, sure. and self-awareness to figure out what you can do if you are thinking negative or feeling negative or, you know. Sure enough, sure enough. That's true. You know, uh, what's the word? Um, know yourself, you know, learn about yourself. I think maybe there's a good tip, you know. Um, yeah. When you say awareness, just to be clear, make a, 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 a specific effort of paying attention to your attitude during the yeah. course of a game or during the course of a match. And you might be surprised at, at the swings that you go through. Because you'll be angry, yep. you'll be happy. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing bad. I think there's where that uh, that balance needs to happen. Yes. You know what I mean? If it and goes, you'll be, and you'll and you'll be happier with yourself if you figure that out early in the match. Yeah. Instead of afterwards, you're like, oh, yeah. darn it, that's yeah. what was going on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shoulda, shoulda, shoulda. You know, that's the thing. Don't kick yourself afterward. Yeah. Be aware of it when it's going on. You know. So, anyway, yeah. that's great. Uh, great advice there, Melinda. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you for the question, whoever submitted that. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that we find them and uh, send them a, a link so that they don't miss oh, the show. Absolutely. Well, thank you. All right, guys. Well, you know the routine. You can join us right here on American Billiard Radio every Thursday night at 9 o'clock, or if you want to find out more about Melinda's writings, go visit her blog, Pool is a Journey. Welcome back to American Billiard Radio. This is Mark Kentrell. I am the host of the Legends and Champions Report. And previously, uh, Dave and I were talking about the upcoming World Cup of Pool and the World Games. And uh, just by doing my investigative journalism, which I'm apt to do on Facebook, I... uh, found that Lights Out Billiard Apparel uh, are, are sponsoring, are going to be doing the shirts for Team USA 
for the World Cup of Pool and for the World Games. And so um, I'd just like to chat real quick. I've got Jake Lawson, who's the uh, owner of Lights Out Billiard Apparel, and just have a quick chat with him about it. Um, Jake, you there? I'm here, Mark. Uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Uh, just give us a, a kind of a, a, a synopsis here about what, how did you get involved with the, uh, well, first of all, with Lights Out Billiard Apparel, uh, but with the also with uh, the World Cup of Pool and the World Games. Well, Mark, it's been uh, it's been a little bit of a whirlwind. Uh, when we first started the company, uh, it, it just was an idea. You know, we wanted to make sure that we put a, a quality product out, uh, not only for the players but for the fans as well. And uh, so, when we decided to come up uh, with this concept. Uh, our first thing was is we wanted to sponsor, um, you know, a pool player, uh, which we did. And uh, so now we continue to, to sponsor pool players when we can. And the World Cup of Pool basically came up uh, after we uh, signed uh, Skyler Woodward uh, on for a sponsorship with our company. Uh, so that happened, and this guy called me a few days later and said, hey, I uh, just wanted to know if you'd be interested in doing these shirts for Team USA. And, of course, I was, you know, I was thrilled and it uh, didn't take me much time at all to say, you know, we certainly would do it. And uh, so, you know, here here we are and uh, we, we have everything in the making right now. And uh, we're looking forward to putting a, an exciting product out for these guys to wear uh, while they're in London. That's in the, are you going to do short sleeve or long sleeve? I think we're going to do short sleeve uh, collared shirts for these guys. Uh, a lot of a lot of the players now are wearing uh, you know some type of uh, sports wicking long sleeve underneath the uh, the polos, uh, anyways when they play. So I would just I know that's what I keep they're, they're comfortable. That's I keep seeing that. That's why I ask. It's like what's why why not just make them long sleeves and see you know. <laughs> I, I know. Um, and and so but that's also led into the world games. Yeah, so the World Games. So we, we, we uh, like I said, we just we just continue to get lucky and, and, and blessed. Uh, we sponsor uh, Sean Wilkie, who is uh, out of our hometown, Maryland, and uh, he was selected uh, by the BCA to play in the World Games, along with uh, Jennifer Breda, Monica Webb, and uh, Brandon Schuff, who is also a friend of ours. And uh, so I guess they had spoken to each other, and Sean obviously said, well, Jake uh, owns Lights Out Boats Apparel. I can certainly have him do the shirts, and uh, everybody was in agreement on that. So we're excited. That's going to be sometime in July, and World Cup of Pools in uh, June, June 13th or the 18th, I believe. Uh, so we're very excited to, to just be able to, you know, to, to do these for the players and, and represent uh, Team USA. Awesome. Well, let's uh, obviously it's, it's good you play any part to uh, be involved with uh, Team USA. And uh, I don't know. Maybe down the road there'll be uh, Moscone Cup shirts and and uh, in your uh, visions. But uh, seems like Ultimate Team Gear, and, and I like uh, Ultimate Team Gear. Doesn't sure. against them all. But, uh, you know, showing like they've been a, a good company as well. But you know, if you're in your business, uh, World Cup of Pool, World Games. Uh, Moscone Cup, there'd be the you know the highlights of uh, any clothing manufacturer. That's for sure. Absolutely. So absolutely. 
Well, congratulations. Uh, thank you for, uh, for your time and uh, for what you've been doing for the players uh, that you're sponsoring now. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up again real soon. All right, Mark. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. No problem. You take it easy now. And that was uh, Jake Lawson. And uh, he's the owner of Lighthouse Billiards Apparel. And hopefully we'll talk to him again. And uh, as with anybody else in the billiard industry, trying to eke out a living, I wish him all the best of luck uh, for the future. Um, that's it for now. And we'll be back with American Billiard Radio soon.